Sometime on or about February 10th, 2018, I sent an email to George saying that we're thinking about starting a podcast series and would need to explore what it would entail. Joe Rogan's setup would end up costing a couple thousand bucks, and Rob would be happy if we did 10 or maybe 12 episodes for that couple grand. Episode 001 was March of 2018 and included Rob, AJ, and myself sitting on the end of a small conference table and George sitting on the opposite end manning the board. The very next episode, I think it was the very next day, ended up being TCC's CEO Nick Roach, Perstorp CEO Jan Secker, and myself recording what still stands as one of the most well-articulated and impressive conversations I think we've recorded. Leave it to us to have our second episode ever, the CEO of a large global corporation. Episode 31 was the first one we recorded with our now old booth setup. And seven episodes later, for March 2020, we recorded our first episode remotely just as the pandemic hit. Since 2018, we've never missed a monthly episode from March of 2018 through today, December 2023, despite travel, COVID, scheduling, and everything else that could impact it. Today, we sit here to record our 100th episode. When we released the first episode, I'd numbered it 001, but I never set out to become a podcast host or to record triple-digit podcast numbers. It just has kind of worked out. It's been fun to do. It keeps us all talking regularly. Nearly every episode tends to start with conversations like, well, there's not really much going on and we don't really feel like talking. Uh, And 45 minutes later, and what always ends up being some pretty good conversation, we realize there's really all things happening in the world that impact business, big or small, good or bad. There's always more going on than we really think that there is. I think the whole podcast speaks to the spirit of who we are at TCC. We're entrepreneurial, reliable, loyal, creative, and personable. We truly want nothing but for everyone in our circle to succeed, from our producing partners to move more pounds of product and to bring new, exciting products to market, for our customers to meet their forecasts, enjoy security of supply throughout all market conditions, and for TCC's long-term employee base to enjoy the growth of the company and play a pivotal role in the daily and annual success of TCC. We don't necessarily want to be known as the podcast company necessarily, but what it does do is to start conversations, whether it be with a prospect or a company who's new to TCC or one of our dedicated long-term producing partners who wants to get the message out about a new product or trend and to use this platform to do it. And that's what I think we're here for. On behalf of everyone, we thank you for listening. Whether this is your first or hundredth episode you've streamed, we hope you have gotten some sort of value from these episodes, whether it's hearing our viewpoint on worldwide events, learning about new products coming to market, or just enjoying seeing our faces once a month, which I don't know if that's anyone's case. Maybe, maybe Gail, but who knows? <laughs> who, knows? who knows? I have to thank the gang sitting at this table and behind the scenes, including the team who built this awesome new booth, which if, uh, again, hopefully you're streaming and, and looking at this booth, it's coming together really, really nice. As with many creative aspects, the people behind the scenes don't get enough thanks. So it's the, they definitely deserve a big thanks for that. This room, fun fact, was actually the very room once upon a time I had my first interview with TCC. It's evolved three times now into the booth you see today. So thanks for letting us take over this conference room and uh, make it what we have today. Um, with that, George, I'm going to have you grab those things if you can. Got you a little, got you a little something. Thank you. Something to uh, keep on your desk. I know AJ loves having things on his desk, so we're going to. Oh, wow. Oh, Benny. I, uh, I play on his play out of these poorly. There's just a, there's a film on the one side, so you just have to pull the film off. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. Of course. Always so thoughtful. Look at that. Yeah, so you guys got one. The TLC, uh, the KB guys got one. We got one on the booth here. So just a little something to to celebrate getting to uh, 100 episodes, maybe a conversation piece, uh, you know, in your office or desk or whatnot. Just kind of a cool thing. 
Um, so that obviously it's episode 100. So would like to say what's up, everybody, and welcome to the View from Jamestown. Welcome to 100. I don't know that I ever thought we'd get to triple digits, but uh, but we're here. Good uh, good afternoon. I think it's one of maybe our first afternoon episodes in uh, in a while. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You got nails. <laughs> <laughs> Usually, yes. Yeah, those things are sneaky. Na- my nails are. <laughs> Well said, Benny. That was very nice. Very Thank nice you. intro. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. Very thoughtful. Yes. Well said. Yeah, I've had bullet points and thoughts and notes running for like a month or two now because I've had people say, like, oh, what are you going to say? And, and what are you guys going to talk about? And just Thank trying to make you. a little difference. So I've got, we'll, we'll put this up on screen, but I've got, this is the, what was the picture from the first ever episode we did? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of crazy. Oh my gosh. Wow. I want to go back and listen to that one. <laughs> I don't know if you do. <laughs> We've all lost weight. It's amazing. <laughs> Less gray hair. Oh. Yeah, I mean, was put some mics on a conference room table, George on the end of it. Like, I get to like, lean back to take a picture because we're all sitting so close to each other. And then I pulled up the first email. So it was February 15th, 2018. I think I sent the email that day like, hey, we're going we're gonna to make a podcast. And I think George went on Joe Rogan's website and just bought all the stuff that was on there. It was $2,001 is what I have on here. Oh. And, uh, I mean, a, lot, a, a lot of it we're still using to this day, which I think speaks to you know the quality of the stuff oh, we yeah. got. So, but yeah, episode 100. Here we are. How uh, how you guys all doing? I feel like I'm in a rotisserie oven, actually. It's a little warm. It's a little warm. It's a little warm in here. We yeah. got to pre-cool the room. Uh, we got new put, lights. Put, <laughs> We've got uh, yeah. I'm like, a chicken right now in the rotisserie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Javier. I'm dying. He's the blackened chicken. <laughs> how does that translate? He's got the jerk chicken spice on. How, how does that translate to Spanish? Blackened chicken. The, I don't know. Pollo. Pepper and pepper. Pollo. Pollo. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's keep this clean, actually. Yeah. So I'm off base here. Um, Do we have any budget for a freestanding AC unit? I, th- I mean, for I think so. episode one hundred and one. I think so. Per- we'll pers- <laughs> we'll personal. Have Ryan go back. Maybe a whole we'll person. We'll right personal underneath fans. the desk, yep. so yep. It's, it's blowing up. Yeah. Like, like, like an like airplane, a you can turn it up and down. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right, Ryan. Putting you back to work. Uh, um, yeah, it's mid December. We're all getting ready for holidays. Uh, we were just traveling. I guess it was two weeks ago, right? The Compounders Conference. Week before last, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I like that they do at the end of the year now because it's kind of a good recap of the year, and then focus on next year so some interesting presentations and conversations down there there were there were i was surprised uh not a lot of you know consumers i'd say more suppliers and um you know distributors things like that some with volume of people there you know but Mm -hmm. uh yeah there was some there was some good presentations and uh it was overall i thought it was uh it was great we had a great time austin was awesome austin texas and uh yeah, they did a great job and 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 sort of like spread it out. You know, it wasn't all sustainability or one thing. You know, it wasn't one tone. Yep. It was uh, it was pretty broad. Yep. Was yeah, that the most well attended compounders conference yet? At least in the last six seven years, definitely. I think so. They talk in the past that they've had more like wraps of like actual we call them processors, like people that are actually using stuff versus just material suppliers. So I think maybe in the past, I don't know if it's been this large, but it's it's definitely one of the better ones in the last. Four or five years for sure. Uh, a lot of first time people, which was cool. Um, a lot of focus on like wire and cable seems to be. It's you know they have a very positive outlook. There's a lot of people waiting for 
the infrastructure bill money right. to kick in. I feel like we heard that four or five different times right. you know, when that kicks in next year. So it was, it was interesting. It was very much interesting. And what are the things they're doing to capture more people? And how come there are so many like, first timers? I don't know. I don't know. It may just be a factor of people getting back to developing new products and looking to, you know, like we had lunches with customers and they're talking about what new products you guys have. And we're looking to do this and this and how do we do that? And so maybe it's just more, more emphasis on that. All I can really chalk it up to. Uh, I heard a lot of people say they were coming to look for innovation, and I don't think there was much of that, honestly. You know, I try to look for it myself because I've been part of the, um, you know, PVC industry now for, you know, all of my career, really. And I didn't see a lot of that. But um, I, I want to say it's uh, COVID has faded. Mm-hmm. And also um, people are trying to get back to maybe the revenue base that they were enjoying a year and a half, two years ago. And think maybe sending more people there might help with that. Um, but, you know, people right now are revenues are way down, profits are down, and they're looking to boost that. And uh, I think that, you know, these types of conferences are great for a lot of that and that you get to see a lot of people, get to see opportunities. And uh, so if I, if I had to guess, I'd say that's probably why. Yeah. Plus you were the president of... The, the uh, chair, chairman. You're the retiring chairman. chairman. So it's because of you, Ben. Outgoing chairman. <laughs> it's because of you, Ben. That's why. Everyone that's li- why they were there. Everyone likes my my speeches and watch analogies. I guess that's it was that's, very that's, good. That's driving, <laughs> driving attendance. Um, but I was good. I, you know, the conference is great, and talking to people is great. I think you get a lot of value just being in the hallways, talking to people too. That's that's a big part of it. Like all the shows you go to, I feel like you leave shows like that, and you get a good feel for in general what people are thinking, saying about different stuff. A lot like the Apple on every other show we do, yeah. really. You leave and you have a good kind of gut feel on what everyone's thinking. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of people looking to next year. You know, obviously it's an election year. Keeping an eye on Fed rates and what the Fed's going to do. China seems like it's going to continue to be over exporting in a, in a in a big way. So it's going to be, I think, interesting. I think people are cautiously optimistic. It seems like for Q one, but no one really knows. He's looking at me. I'm looking at you uh. <laughs> or anybody else. I mean, I don't know what you guys are. If you guys are starting right. to well, line you know, up for January, February. What's the most recent is that there are two major oil companies that will no longer go through the Red Sea uh, because of terrorist attacks. Um, you're also seeing the Panama Canal closure getting worse. Yep. Not closure, but you, you're seeing the delays getting far worse. So oil is propped back up. You know, it's uh, mid-70s all of a sudden. Um, my prediction for next quarter, because I think anything beyond that is 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 – not a good prediction is that we are going to see um you know a decent rebound i think right now the the bull run on the stock market is because uh treasury bills are now below four percent as of today you see a lot of money coming back into the stock market um 58 percent of american families are now invested in the stock market whether it's through 401k or inequities and things like that so a lot of money in stocks as well as there's no money to be in a bank account so 58 percent 58 percent of americans are hmm. now invested in the stock market it's very high and and you can see that in the values of these public companies and um i think that we've been in a recession since uh july of 2021. Um, people want to say that, oh, well, all the indices or all the indicators aren't there for a recession. Well, we're moving materials, we're selling materials, we're seeing manufacturing. Lululemon and Costco doesn't tell you when there's a recession, especially when um, retail is propped up by convenience and people are overspending. 
in my opinion, you can see that in credit cards. So we've been in a recession now for a year and a half, and what's happening on the stock market is exuberance of getting through that recession. And going into next year, we should see a rebound in domestic manufacturing. Already, the supply chain issues are reigniting, and we haven't even gotten into real robust demand. You've got Europe in the toilet. You've got China in the toilet. Europe's going to come back first, and then China's going to follow. And when everybody rises, then you're going to see oil at 100, 120. Maybe not in the first quarter, but this is what I'm seeing right now. So um, I think you're going to see decent Q1 demand. People are going to restock inventories, resurgence in American manufacturing, uh, resurgence in buying American and what's here, and less uh, Asian uh, import pressure, and uh, because of the Panama Canal, only because of broken supply chains. But people should remember, you know, that these long supply chains, a 10,000, that's what came out of the Vinyl Formulators Conference, was a 10,000-mile supply chain is not sustainable. Yep. It's not good for the environment. It's not sustainable for the consumer. It's not sustainable for manufacturing. So American companies have to keep that in mind and not always just buy what's cheapest. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you're already lining stuff up for January, February, right? Obviously, you, you probably do more lining stuff up 60, 90 days out than, than a lot of folks. So it seems like things are, people are maybe optimistic for early part of next year. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, very optimistic for the most of the 2024. Uh, probably going to be a slow start Q1, yeah. uh, but Q2 should kick in full force. Yeah. That's, that's, my, that's my gut feeling. Well, no, Latin America has seasonality. You yeah, know? It's seasonality, so, yeah. So there's always a second quarter demand. Yeah, more February than, is slow. There's a lot of carnival and stuff like that. But yeah. uh, but then it should be picked up uh, Q2. Yeah, I think the other good thing is like you're you're getting away from the COVID period now. So now people yeah. are going to start comparing it to 2023 versus everyone you know being down 28% from the COVID period too. So yeah. that little comparison, I feel like, obviously. Yeah, but we still stuff up orders on the books for for our January arrivals. No, nobody wants the stuff in December. Yep, they made it clear. Yeah, so everything after John Ferris is is more than welcome. Yeah, yeah, I think we're seeing seeing a lot of that. Yeah, you know, we've seen order like this. This absolutely cannot deliver before or after this certain day. Yeah, like, and also their vacation. They're they're very very <laughs> very. Uh, their holidays. <laughs> their holidays. They 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 take it that very serious. Oh, I know. Yeah. I've seen your work schedule. Yeah, including mine. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, JJP? What do you what do you think? I also take my holidays very seriously. <laughs> you on, you're on vacation today. Today on vacation. this is a vacation day for me today, but I'm so dedicated to the podcast that's, 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 that's the most American thing I've ever heard. In, in, in stark contrast to Latin America. <laughs> AJ's here on a vacation day. You doing uh, the seven fishes? I don't. I don't know if we're doing it this year. It's been a been a hectic. Uh, we don't have much planned at this point. Like, I hope so. I got some uh, some tatag and I got some sea bass. So there's oh. two. All right. In the freezer for you if All you right. need it. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'll circle back to you on that. I got some smoked uh, smoked bluefish too. There's All three. Right. There's wow. three. I'm helping you out here. <laughs> All right. I don't want. It's a tradition. I want to see you continue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. There's a lot. Like I said, a lot's been going on lately. But I'd like to like to keep it going. Let me hit you up with some fish. <laughs> Very productive podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna circle back on that. I want to we want a full full debrief. <laughs> All right, next month. Next month, I'll take pictures. <laughs> um, yeah, I was going back and I was just kind of comparing a lot of stuff from this point in 2023 to where it was in 2022. So, stock markets up, Nasdaq's up 23 percent. 
Dow's up 11%. Uh, no, I'm sorry. NASDAQ's up 40%. Dow's up 11%. S&P's up 23%. This is from December of last year? Yep. Wow. Yep. So, or, or year to date. Um, and this <clears throat> being a year that everyone, this time last year, is projecting recessions and doom and gloom. And it's, it's been kind of an amazing, amazing year on that front. I mean, the, that's the AI, NASDAQ, that's the AI boost. Yep. Uh, you know, you're seeing multiples of, you know, earnings and things that are, are dumbfounding. You know, it's ridiculous. But uh, and it's just amazing to see it. And, you know, I heard just this morning that Israel's using it in, in the war. It's like it's just really, really scary. And we we talk about it often about how lucky we are to, we are to be employed that, you know, that we're, we're still able to do our jobs despite technology. And um, I, I definitely, you know, pay attention to this. It's a really, really, yeah. it's going to have broad impacts on a lot of different things. And uh, I encourage people to pay attention to it. Yeah. I, uh, I pulled a screenshot of our 2020, what was December, January, 2023, um, just to see what the notes were comparatively, which I think was kind of interesting. One of the first things on this is that Nicole was recently a wedding officiant. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. This time last year. So Big Al actually called me uh, yesterday and said, hey, by the way, do you remember like a year ago? And I was like, I I don't know. What was I doing a year ago? She's like, "Um, you married me and officiated my wedding. I was like, oh, my gosh. Things that like don't feel like that long ago, but were. I know. It's crazy. Big Al's her sister. Oh, yeah. Big Al's my sister, not (laughs) my drug lord. (laughs) 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 I know. (laughs) The first time I said it, everyone's like, who's Big Al? But, you know. Um. What else? We had just come back from the last Compounders Conference. I think at that point, you know, sustainability was in like every single presentation at the time, I remember. Um, and a lot of projections for this year were that the economy will grow, but at a slower rate. So this had 0.5 to 1.5% per quarter. Um, so I think it, it grew more than people expected to. So it was, it, I don't know. It was interesting, I think, thinking what came true and what didn't. Um, retail shopping was strong, despite everyone, you know, at that point, everyone was talking about inflation and, um, when that's going to lead to a recession. Obviously that never really happened. Um, the fed was continuing to hike rates. I think they were starting to slow down at that point. Um, but obviously that was, I think one of the biggest topics that was kind of right in the middle of the fastest rate hike over the past 18 months. So yeah, it really stopped in summer. So yeah. And now we're kind of looking on the other side of it. Start, you know, now the headlines are when that's going to start to go back down when the feds going to decide to decrease rates. Yeah. And that'll be, I think be a massive driver in, all of our business? I think, yeah. I mean, not just in our business, but, I mean, mergers and acquisitions, you know, you're going to start to see people, you know, I, I think probably by summer you might see some rates, you know, discounting. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's going to have a very broad impact on things like even buying houses, buying cars, huh. you know, major purchases, um, credit card rates, you know, credit card interest rates coming down, Um you know, it's going to have, you're just seeing the confidence right now because they stopped and they anticipate uh, reductions. And when it really starts happening is when, you know, things will really start churning. Um, but, you know, we, we've been the strongest uh, economy in the world and, and really we need China and European rebound. And China's done with their increasing of rates. I mean, excuse me, Europe. Europe's done with their rate increase. And you're seeing deflation in China, the actual, you know, opposite of what you see yeah. in the United States, which is crazy, you know, amounts of deflation over there. So, um, yeah, so we really need to see those other um, 
you know, these other geographies start to rise up and, and, and then things will really start popping. Yeah, the thing I feel like we talked a lot about the Compounders Conference was India. You know, that speaking, people of, really speaking of popping, there, talking, yeah, yeah, we haven't really talked much really about well. it. it. Hasn't been as much of a focus as like China and Europe in the past, but everyone talking about you know them being both a net purchaser, but also continue to be very active in the global export markets, as I know you've seen. So yeah, they're very active, and they're like it depends on what chemical they're sometimes net importer or net exporter, but they're very active uh, worldwide. Yeah. And they're and coming to the U.S., you don't have the tariff. Yep. Coming from India, so they have, they're an advantage over China. Yeah, very much so. And their quality is excellent for the most part. Yep. Like they've they've got a lot of pharmaceutical production there, so their their quality is uh you know widely accepted globally. Yep. Yep. The economy is doing so well because they have young people and they have a birth rate that's you know going to grow. And where our birth rate has been crippled, and most you know, I guess you know most major countries that are developed are are crippled in terms of our birth rate people aren't having children so yep. you know there's a lot of a lot, lot of eyes on india right now yeah very much so well as we think about global freight and logistics and moving things around we have uh, our friends at tlc back for uh, an update which we haven't had in a few months so we'll give it over to give it over to joe Afternoon, Joe. Good afternoon. Welcome to uh, welcome to episode 100. Episode 100. You did it. We did it. Look at that. We did it in the uh, the brand new set here. It's beautiful. Fancy. It smells new. It does smell new. It yeah. Smells like wood, and it's uh it's a great setup. You guys it did is. an awesome job. Yeah. Great work, team. Yeah. Very nice. How's that? How's everything going? You got the nice Christmas shirt on. You're you're ready ready to go. Feeling festive. Feeling festive. Feeling festive. Yeah. We are uh, countdown to uh, the holidays is on. Yeah. We're uh, in the trucking industry. You know putting out fires left and right as the year end comes uh, comes to a close. But uh, no, we're doing good. We're doing good. Busy. Yeah. yeah, I can see this week and next week being hectic. Everyone wants to get things out of their plants and finish goods shipped. And they don't want the inventory on the last day of the year. And that falls directly on your guys' lap to make it happen. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Everybody who says, oh, no, I'm good. You know, these, these plans are in place. This is all set up. All of a sudden, yep. this trucker falls off or yep. whatever. So, yep. yep. And then the week after the flip side, everyone brought their inventories down. So everybody needs everything now and yep. now you're delivering stuff. All everybody who's been off for the past two weeks enjoying the, uh, yeah. the, the post Thanksgiving pre Christmas, uh, you know, stretch yeah. comes back to work and has a ton of emails. They got to fulfill orders for so, Sure yeah. do. Yep. Sure do. Well, I think it's been a month or two since we've, uh, had you guys on an episode. How's things been going, uh, the last couple months? Has it been a busy end of the year? Has it started to quiet down a little bit? What are you guys seeing largely for the end of this year here? Yeah, so I think um, obviously with all of the issues at the port um, coming through the Suez or uh, Panama Canal, sorry, um, so many canal issues, <laughs> a couple of years, uh, has been kind of uh, overinflating some of the issues at port. Um, LTL issues um, as capacity crunch kind of comes towards the uh, the holiday season, yep. um, kind of builds up, you know, almost artificially inflates some of the uh, the issues that we're seeing in the truck industry, but. Sure. Um, Rail is, is still moving pretty consistently. We're, we're noticing uh, cross-border from Tex, uh, Texas to Mexico is um, potentially uh, seeing some issues with, you know, some of the uh, the immigration um, overpopulation uh, coming across the border there. But uh, trucking in general has been per- pretty steady. Yep. Um, one of the th- main things I think that we're seeing, especially in the headlines lately, is uh, kind of just the rectifying of supply to demand. Everybody and their mother was jumping in, uh, trying to get, uh, make hay while 
2021 and sure. 20, early 22 was, uh, you know, a great time to be in trucking. But I think some of that is, is starting to, you know, justify back down to normal um, numbers. So you're, you're saying people are jumping into it like non-asset based people, non-asset based people and people who, you know, are just starting to see, you know, these mom and pop shops who, you know, buy up four or five, 10 trucks and, you know, see what they can do. Yeah. You know, some of those we're starting to see are slimming down and, hmm. or being gobbled up by some of the bigger carriers yeah. um, as they start to write yeah. the ship back towards. That's interesting because I feel like I remember, you know, definitely pre-COVID and then as COVID was really ramping up and then everyone's ordering everything, you know, all you heard about was the fact that we need drivers, we'll pay six figures for drivers. Like yep. we, we need bodies and trucks moving, moving things. And then Absolutely. now that pivots a little bit. It's a little bit. Yeah. I think you were seeing some of the owner operators of these trucking companies. You know, if I've got a couple of friends, we can form our own little company and see if we can, you know, sure. compete with some of the bigger guys. And yep. unfortunately the bigger guys have deeper pockets right. and uh, they can kind of, uh, outlast these uh, thinner times because yeah. the, the great times, as much as we would love them to last forever, that's just yeah. not the reality that we live yeah, money, in. Money always speaks. It does. It does. Good or bad yeah. is what it is. Yeah. I think you're going to start to see, especially in 24, um, more consolidation with mm -hmm. some of those bigger companies um, looking to, you know, see what they can grab up as far as whatever assets are out there. And um, yeah, should be, should be interesting. Yeah, the consolidation is always interesting too. Like, like with us on the TCC side, you know, we kind of like seeing some of our competitors get consolidated or get bought or sold or whatnot because you know there's less companies out there. Obviously, that makes them larger, which can be good or bad. But right. obviously, that gives opportunity for some of the smaller folks as well to right. grow their base of customers. So, and I think especially at TLC, we have a good mix of both, right? And we've established relationships that are pre-pandemic and. Um, in both the, the smaller and larger carriers. So sure. um, having a nice relationship with all of those um, benefits our customers yeah. for sure. How's the, uh, how's the rail side of things going? But Good, yeah. So um, we're starting to see that uh, it's competing, you know, substantially with the, uh, the trucking side of things. Yep. I think uh, there's a big effort uh, in the rail side to uh, get back to that. I think they, um, they are massive and they're so much of their business is contracted as it is, but I think they're looking to also keep their... Uh, their wheels moving with whatever business they can get. So sure. um, we've seen some really competitive, aggressive pricing, especially on the intermodal side. And um, rate, so obviously we're specific kind of new, to New England here. So starting to see a little bit of movement on some freight rates and lanes coming in and out of New England, I guess, as we inevitably come to maybe it'll snow at some point if, yeah. if, if we're lucky. Yeah. Unfortunately, being in the Northeast corridor, right, we're uh, subject to all the wet, inclement weather as we even saw today. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, truckers coming from down south, this isn't their favorite place to be, sure. uh, but goods have to come up here. So um, it's just making sure that we compare, um, you know, the favorable lanes for them to get back home to get the best possible rates for yeah. them, you know, that we can. Yeah, I was thinking about this morning, it was, what you know, was pouring all day and was gusting up to 65 this morning. And obviously that's not nice weather, but up here, you know, just kind of is what it is. You right. know, we get storms, we get some hurricane offshoots and things like that. But I was talking to some folks in like South Carolina and I'm like, yeah, it's, you know, it's blowing 65 out here. And they're like, wait, what? Like the whole place would shut down, you know, in some other yeah. parts of the country if you're not used to right. things like that. So, you know, we, we're used to it. Right. living here but right. you see that you see it from the perspective of a truck driver that has to drive six hours through this stuff i, I wouldn't want to do it either so no. you, you appreciate it in times like these i guess and and you can drive through rain right like a little gusty rain sure. uh unfortunately in january february even march that uh evil four-letter word snow starts <laughs> to become a little bit more prevalent so yeah. um they don't necessarily want to 
if that's even in the forecast, want to head this way yep. any more than they already do, right? So Yeah, and you mentioned the canals and ports and ocean shipping and things like that. Obviously, that's a popular headline these days on what's going on. I feel like a lot yeah. of times you have to separate what the headlines are saying versus in practicality what it actually means in the industry because there can be a lot of headline grabbing and doom and gloom portrayed in some of these to drive ad clicks. But yeah. in practicality, are, are you guys seeing delays? And if so, is it days? Is it weeks? Has it been impacting things? What are you seeing? Yeah, I mean, we're seeing, uh, especially on the weak side, I, th I think we're seeing, uh, you know, anything coming into, uh, through the P Panama Canal, you, we're literally seeing some vessels being turned away. Yeah. Um, you know, one of our customers was talking about how um, they used to be able to plan out from the drayage side um, what container was going to be available which day. And these vessels are bidding on actual times that they can pass through the Panama Canal. And it's uh, it's pretty cutthroat. It's yeah. definitely pretty cutthroat. So um, I think that eventually, especially since what we saw with Port Long Beach, you know, sure. last year, which yeah. is, oh, well, let's see who can be the first to get to the, the next port. Right. That'll be the trickle down effect. You know, who can get to Port Long Beach and see if you can get it, you know, your shipment yep. east via rail or however you can. Yep. Um, Savannah, Charleston, all viable options. They're going to start seeing a pretty big influx. So all of a sudden things like the rail get a lot more interest because now you're looking at intermodal things across the country versus what would have been on the vessel. And it's amazing how it all kind of comes back and co-mingles. Yeah. Good, bad, or otherwise. It, Supply chain. That's how it works. Yes. Yes. What uh, what what are you excited about for next year? What's what's going on next year? Are you guys starting to think about the early part of next year? What are you guys keeping a close eye on? What's what's keeping you up at night? <laughs> Keep, keeping us up at night would <laughs> just be wise, yeah. I, I think it would just be uh, nice to um, pair up this demand uh, with nice capacity, right? Yeah. That's what we're always looking for great opportunities in that regard. Um, I think. It's a presidential election year, so you know what, what does that look like? You know, the Fed kind of dictates a lot of um, the, the the consumer demand. So sure. I think we're trying to make sure that we're ready for um, if the the Fed does lower some rates, that you know that will drive hopefully some consumer demand, and we'll start to see some uh, some twenty one, twenty two activity. Yep. It's fingers crossed, right? right. Um, but that remains to be seen. Um, obviously, we're going to be traveling a lot more, and with those trade shows and conferences, come some new opportunities. So. Sure. Um, as, as far as Q1 and Q2 goes, that's that's some exciting uh, stuff that usually comes out of that. Um, but yeah, I think uh, we're, we're just looking for, hopefully, you know, anything that resembles 21, 22 <laughs> to, uh, to, yeah. to come back. Not that 23 was, you know, terrible. It's sure. just, I think a lot of people, it's a, it's a thinner year, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think like on our side, we're seeing, you know, there's, you, you get back to this whole just-in-time delivery type thing. You know, you, you got away from it and buyers were happy to ramp up inventories and not have to worry about leaning so heavy on truck delays and things like that. And then now you go kind of full circle and people don't want to have inventories in the plant. They want to just buy what they need for that batch and they want it on a certain day. So yep. that trickles back down to you guys with, you know, if, if you guys miss the delivery by a day, all of a sudden next time they need something, they're going to shop that around. It really puts the importance on, you know, either on-time deliveries or worst case, you know, communication or whatnot. It right. goes back to putting a big focus on that. Yeah. That, or that if you got great relationships, it could be great. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I think you just hit it on the head that, that on-time delivery and, uh, you know, the, the hand of mouth that so much of this past year we've kind of been seeing is, uh, the urgency is definitely there. So, yeah. um, 
you know, we, we lean on our relationships with so many carriers and modes of transportation to make sure that we're providing the most accurate uh, competitive pricing sure. and, uh, you know, we'll get there exactly when the customer needs it. So, yeah. Well, as always, we appreciate the update. Appreciate having you come on. Uh, glad you're able to make it for episode 100. And no, we'll, we'll thanks have for you, having me. We'll have you on for episode 200 here sometime, sometime <laughs> here soon. Here we go. I'm already, already planning ahead. You yeah, know? There you go. Nice. Well, thanks, Joe. Appreciate thanks, it. Man. We'll talk to you soon. Go Bills. All right. Now's the fun part where you guys make your predictions for this year. <laughs> Because they're, they're guaranteed to be true. So, you know, you, if, if you say them on a podcast, it has to be, has to be factual, right? right. That's, that's, that's how it works. Um, so, you know, I think some of the just kind of general trends, especially like we were talking about on the TLC segment, you know, it seems like customers are largely back to just-in-time production. People don't want inventories. Um, you know, they're only buying the material they need for that specific batch or what they have orders for, which can provide some unique logistics challenges and pricing challenges. I'm going to take the weatherman approach and I'm going to say <laughs> there's a 50% chance that it's going to stay flat for next year. Yeah. That's going to be probably not right. You know, I like it. I think uh, reshoring is going to take a major, uh, it's going to be a major player on, on our, on our business. Yeah. Reshoring. Yes. In terms of our customers or our suppliers? Both. Yeah. Yes. Everything closer to, to where the end user is. Yep. Yeah, I think that's going to be big. I think we've already started to see that too. Yeah. I mean, somehow, but yeah, yeah but I think it's going to be, be be a major player in the, the global economy. Which I think the writing's on the wall. Like again, we're talking about the infrastructure bills and all the money that's coming in from that. Like that's that's what the government's driving you to do and that's where the the you know, the business is going to be it seems like. I uh, yeah, I uh, I asked the same question of one of the economists that was at the vinyl conferences, why, why didn't you talk about the influence of the president on the economy, you know, next year? And I think that they're going to do everything they can to prop up the economy because it's the economy, stupid. That's how you get elected. Yep. And so I think there's going to be major manipulation, but I also think that there's going to be some crazy stuff that happens around the world because they don't want to see Biden necessarily reelected. So I'm looking at a, um, I agree with the reshoring. I'm, I'm looking at a good strong first quarter, strong second quarter. But as I said earlier, I kind of already made my prediction. I think you're going to see oil go bonkers. Um, and, uh, and you're going to see some political upheaval, a lot of it. And um, I think that's going to have an impact on some things. But I think overall the economy will do okay so long as, uh, you know, things stay sane. And, I mean, we've been in some insane times, guys, for the yeah. last few years. <laughs> yeah. You know, I never thought in my lifetime I'd been through half of what I've been through. So um, so I hope it's not true. But uh, there's uh, there's so many elections worldwide next year. There's like Indonesia. There's uh, Russia, you know. There's, there's been a bunch of Latin America. There's, there's, bunch, yeah, this year has been there's a bunch. more elections yeah. next year than I think in history. So yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be wild. It's gonna be wild. That's what I predict. I'm gonna take the weatherman and say <laughs> there's gonna be some wild weather <laughs> next year. <laughs> hey, at least you can't be wrong, right? I mean, the weather. There's always something that you know. Yeah, I mean, as far as uh, chemical and chemical prices, I think. Uh, you know, you're going to see uh, the first half of the year some strengthening, but not over the top. When, and you talk about things being crazy in the last couple of years. That's that's all I've ever known. That's all Nicole's ever known. I, mean, I know. You, you guys, guys, guys are, are so, you, so hard to you, get. You had a lot of pre, 
you know, I guess 2008 ish, but like pre COVID sort of time where things were quote unquote normal, but that's all, that's all that we know. Yep. Just, I, I was going to say. I just figure it's, a tactic all the time. Yeah. <laughs> There's always some big 2000 to 2009, I never saw a price change. Really? <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. It oh, was my goodness. flat. Wow. It was just, as soon as like in 09, you started seeing, you know, the recession and then things dip and then the $120 a barrel oil. I didn't believe in price increases existence until then. So it was just, you know, and I think we're going to be in a period like that for a while, you know, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a it was a it was a long period of time before you saw any price changes. Yeah. Ever since then, it's been all over the place. But yeah, I feel like it's never a dull moment. Is kind of what you know. The you last guys have experienced <laughs> that. You, you, young, you young folks have had a yeah wild times. The, the world of living in, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think we talked a little bit about it last time, um, but obviously consolidation. I think will continue being a big trend, whether it's our customers buying each other. Suppliers buying each other, um, you know, getting rid of companies, getting rid of staff in lieu of using distributors or technology, whatever the case might be. I've seen a lot of that, obviously, at the end of this year as companies try to cut salaries and things like that to improve their balance sheets for their year end. So I think we've seen a lot of that again in the time, you know, Nicole and I have been in the industry. There's obviously you always talk about that being a big thing with consolidation and M&A and all that. So especially if rates start trickling back down again in terms of companies buying other companies who maybe had a subpar year or something like that, you may you may see some of that next year. Agreed, or for conti- sure. continue to, I guess. It'll it'll tick up, you know, <clears throat> if the rates come down, it'll it'll definitely tick up. Uh, we talked about the being an election year, obviously, you know, we've already seen the impacts of the infrastructure bills and money coming in and what the Fed's doing and things like that. The China tariffs, I'm sure, will be a hot topic at the debates and things like that. Speaking of which, they're still, I guess, in place. The exemptions are still in place, as far as you know, right, for December 31st? Uh, they're set to expire on December 31st, yeah. yeah. So so in theory, they'd come back. On the 1st. Yeah, they, the 25% would come back to the list of exemptions. And that doesn't change as far as you? That Yeah, we haven't heard any news on that as of yet. It'll be an interesting one. We'll yep. see. Yep. As we always talk about. Um. I think the other big thing is, is travel for next year. I mean, I think the day after Thanksgiving was the busiest TSA day on record, which is crazy. Um, obviously, the, you know, things at the Compounders Conference are well attended. We're already starting to talk about things like AFPM and the coding show, and I think good turnouts are expected for all those, You know, even from companies in Europe or abroad that maybe have been limiting, limiting travel this year. We're starting to see, I think, a lot of those folks will, will show up. So it should be a busy especially first half of the year with travel. seems like companies are really getting back into it. Yeah. It, as AJ says, nothing replaces person-to-person sales, you know, getting out there and seeing your customers. So that's what we try to do. Yep. Whether the up or down, sideways economy, you know, um, we're in the business of uh, providing solutions for people, help them, help them understand what they need and, and help them with what problems they have. So yeah. you got to get out there and see people to do that. Yes, you do. Travel's not the easiest right now, though. Yeah. It's not, you know, just this morning I saw that uh, Southwest Airlines got a, a $120 million fine, fine, I think, for yeah. last couple of days after Christmas last year when they melted down, yeah. you know. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. Yeah, they got yeah. a huge fine uh, for that. So, 
Um, but, you know, it's, it's improved since that. And they said they fixed their problems. Well, we don't really do Southwest anymore. Uh, mm. <laughs> or American or Delta <laughs> or whatever, but Southwest is just, you know. And Nicole just got rid of her Southwest credit card. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was big on Southwest for a while, actually, until I came to TCC, and then it was doop, American, you know. And they really. were awesome for a while, you oh, know. Yeah. They really were, and I don't know what happened, so. They went downhill. Yeah, yeah, Very for sure. Much. But you know what, Breeze is... Jindal is cool. That's like a swear word. No, so, I've heard good things about spirit. I, <laughs> <laughs> so, no, hear me out. So Breeze, right, Providence, PBD is a hub. Did you see the guy that got on the spirit plane the other day with a, with a um, parachute on him? <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, there's some airlines that are up and coming, you know, I think for a while, Southwest, but I, I agree, Javi, JetBlue. JetBlue's I, great. I think, yeah. I wish, I, I wish they go more, more, more places that they travel, that actually travel uh, to. From PVD, because they're From really, everywhere. Well, JFK is their big hub. Oh, they got some yeah. decent ones out of Boston. Yeah, they have decent ones yeah. out of Boston. Yeah. Who wants to go to Boston? Yeah, no, I mean, no. Jesus. Nope. <laughs> but that's what, I mean, just traveling last week, I mean, the, the cost of the airfare and the cost of the food, that's where the inflation has not crept out yet. Yeah. I mean, it's like we had we had some dinners with six, seven people in Austin, and they were nice places. They weren't like top of the line, but they were nice, 800 plus dollars, you yep. know, like yep. unbelievable, you know. And, and these places are packed. Like I, we've made reservations packed. weeks before to make sure you get a spot. Yeah. Like airports are packed. People are spending money, man. Wow. So entertainment, yeah, that's going to, that's that should remain strong. And uh, even at the vinyl conference, they were saying that was like, what do they call it, itch? It was like the post pandemic, you yeah. know, we're not going to save our money anymore. We're going to spend it and enjoy life until we go. And that's continuing. I forgot what the acronym for itch was, but it was like, you got the itch to get out and do things. Yeah. And, you know, you were in New York this weekend. I mean, packed, bonkers, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, this the whole city was packed. Restaurants were packed. The trains were packed. I mean, people were out spending money. One on good stuff. thing that came out of COVID was a zest for life, I guess, you yeah. know, I mean, there's uh, you know, people are starting to realize that you don't live forever. So you better I think you can see the writing on the wall for that to change. Like if, if interest rates start coming back down again, all of a sudden people maybe are go back to looking at new houses, look at the renovations on things and, you know, going back to spending money on stuff that was driving a lot of the COVID business. People might look to upgrade a car that they haven't done in a couple of years, things like that. So right. as rates come down to somewhat normal levels, you got to assume you see more and more of that too. Super interesting to see the uh, electric car fad fade. That yeah. was, we saw the hard numbers on that. It was like, it was down like 40% or something like that. It was ridiculous. The, the so. craziest that I think was the percentage of people that buy an electric car and then their very next car goes back to internal combustion engine or just like a normal yeah, gas burning engine. car. Yeah. Um, I, you think once you switch to electric, that's the greatest thing in the world and that's what you're going to keep doing. And that's not, not the case. Yeah. Heavy, heavy rate of change right back to yeah. a gas or a diesel engine. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense if you live in the city and you're only going a little ways or, sure. you know, we we live in a big country, you know, 200 miles doesn't get you all that far. Yeah, and all the states want to ban them in 2030 or 2035. It's... Yeah, well, why don't they fix the roads before they yeah. start? <laughs> yeah. fix, fix the bridge up in Providence before oh. you start worrying about, you know, what yep. we're driving, please. Yep. They're getting ahead of themselves <laughs> on a lot of things. Yep. yep. Well, I think that sort of wraps up a lot of what we had. Any Any other final... Questions, thoughts, concerns, end of the year. Just congratulations, Benny, on 100. This is well, amazing. So I mean, it's a, yeah, triple yeah. digits. This, this is your is baby. A, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, like we, we, I didn't set out to, 
you know, do a hundred episodes or have, you know, it was never really a goal. We just did it. And if it stopped working, we'd stop doing it. But you know, I think it's been a lot of fun. I think got a lot of positive reception from it, from people that listen and supply partners. I want to come on and use it and our freight companies that want to come and talk about it. Absolutely. And if it has informed anybody or helped anybody make any kind of decision along the way, I think that that makes it worth it right there. And, you know, hopefully is driving the attention that we want to. Yeah, let us know if you like this, right? I mean, people do when we see them in person, you know. But you know, we get a lot of recognition when we when we go. Yeah, the podcast. I'm like, yeah. Uh, (laughs) So humble, hobby. Yeah, Yeah, that's me. Watch (laughs) out. It it always surprises me because you're right. Like we put the podcast out, and people aren't immediately like, "Oh man, I saw the episode. That thing you said was great." Like that doesn't really happen. But then you go places and you see people, and it, it gets mentioned more than. We think it does. I think that, you know, it yeah, does. I watched XYZ or I shared it to people. Same thing with the view, like with the email, you know, it yeah. goes out and nobody replies. We're like, wow, great job. Except from like, you know, Barbara Baker, I think still replies. And yeah, you know, it's, it's a like, former employee. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, wow, this looks great. Thanks for keeping me included. But um, then you go and talk to people like, oh, yeah, I still get it. I share it to, you know, I share it internally to these people. And it's always cool seeing the reception that it gets. So. There's a long history on all of this. But uh, no, I also just want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. It's We're all sort of breaking up from here, you yeah. know, because uh, we are close to uh, – Christmas and, and, and a big thanks to all you because it's not, we you know, we all keep our personal struggles behind a closed door when we're on this podcast. And I know some of you are having personal struggles and wish you a, a Merry Christmas nevertheless and and uh, keep things, you know, uh, keep your family close, keep your friends close. And uh, thanks to everybody that watches. I mean, it's, uh, it's a blessing that we have people that actually watch us and customers <laughs> and suppliers and, yeah. you know, Merry Christmas to all of you and thank you for everything this 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 company that we couldn't exist we couldn't do this podcast without our producing partners our customers um you know and and all the people that that support this podcast but especially the chemical company and the logistics company so merry christmas and thank you to all of them yeah we had a great uh great christmas party last half of last week and i think we'll put some pictures up of that and we had a uh, a family we sponsored that we made a big donation of gifts and clothes and Massive. things like that too. we got it all didn't we yeah it was, yeah, it was great it was really really good it came together really really nice um and then michaela welcomed oh, yeah. another baby boy there's been a lot of good stuff that's a lot of great year. stuff and right? we're going into 2024 with an open heart you yeah. know and and we're gonna we're gonna embrace it no matter what comes you know we can make a lot of predictions but you know going in with love and an open heart is what's key and we're doing that didn't we kill the baby the day after her maternity, her the last day in the office? <laughs> oh, she had she had a C-section though. Yeah. She had oh, a t- okay. uh, but that was still nine months it, in. Let's not. It was on the calendar. <laughs> I mean, she could have. She. I mean, Carrie broke her water in the office. I mean, you know, it could have happened. Uh, you know, uh, was dedication. <laughs> that was my first experience with that. Uh, but uh, you know, it can happen. We've uh, and then uh, we broke the curse, or haven't broke it yet. But we'll CERN. I don't know if it's a curse or not. But we had nineteen straight baby boys for everybody that worked in this company, including the four of us, except for Benny, who has no kids yet. But we all had sons while working here, 19 in a row. And we've got Josh Savory, whose wife is pregnant right now, the logistics company. And she's supposedly got a girl in there, so yep. we'll we'll have to see. So we'll believe it when. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. That means. Well, then we went right back to the boy, right, with Michaela. So yeah, back right back boy. to a boy. Yep. So is that twenty? So. Is that twenty? Oh, that might have been twenty. Specific to TCC. Wow. I mean, it's, it's you know technically it's still still going. It's still so. going for TCC. Yeah, still right, going. Right. We'll have to put up a graphic of what are the chances of that. <laughs> oh, it's, you it's know? amazing. Oh, yep. 
Um, but no, I couldn't have said it better, so we'll, we'll leave it with that. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Thank, Christmas. Uh, Feliz Navidad. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, everybody. Safe travels, and we'll see you in the new year. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Material contained on this podcast is provided by the chemical company solely for informational purposes. The information is not guaranteed to be correct, complete, or up to date. The information in the podcast is intended solely as a general education aid. TCC is providing this podcast as a public service, but it is neither a legal interpretation nor a statement of TCC policy. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by TCC. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. Views and opinions expressed by TCC employees are those of the employees and do not necessarily reflect the view of TCC or any of its officials. All statements, comments, and opinions presented are made in the context of robust dialogue and freedom of expression. TCC assumes no responsibility for any consequence relating directly or indirectly to any action or inaction taken based on the information in this podcast. While TCC strives to keep the information in the podcast accurate, complete, and up to date, we cannot guarantee and will not be responsible for any damage or loss related to the accuracy, completeness, or timeliness of the information. TCC assumes no liability for any errors or omissions in the content of this podcast. The information contained on the podcast is provided entirely on an as-is basis with no guarantees of completeness, accuracy, usefulness, or timeliness.